What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Explore epic sagas with Rare Drop Roleplay. Unleash your inner hero on comics. Dive into a galaxy far, far away through Star Wars and Scotch. And pick the brains of industry experts on Broman Podcast. Whatever you're looking for, Rare Drop Entertainment has you covered. Check out our full lineup at raredrop.co. Welcome to episode 78 of Star Wars and Scotch. Live from the Rare Drop Studios in Tampa, Florida, and the D429 Studios also in Tampa, good. Florida. Very nice. So yeah, I slipped that in there for you That's this good. morning. Tim and I are both afflicted by allergies, so we apologize. Yeah. For, oh, okay, uh, yeah, that is, it is rough. Yeah. I don't remember allergies ever being this bad for me, but everyone's feeling it. It's not just, it's not just me. Everyone in the office is affected by it. My entire family is affected by it. I did one of those nasal gross it's not a neti pod. It's one of those new ones that you shove up your nostril. With a vacuum, and it like shoots one side yep. in and sucks the other side out that you yep. see on TV at 5 o'clock in the morning while you're on the treadmill. Yeah, Kevin, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. And then it shows you what it sucked out in the bottom compartment. How much crap came out of your nose? It was not fun to look at. But oh. also, as, as, as like a guy, you know how you really like to look at gross stuff? Did you want to drink it? No. no okay, no. good. No, it was not a uh, a shot of delicious King's Coast coffee. Ooh, good segue. Espresso. Uh, That's what I I don't know. What am I drinking this morning? They made it before I got here. You let people make your coffee for you? On Wednesdays when I have zero time because it's like. What if they don't make it right? I mean, technically they don't, but, you know, it's King's Coast, so it still tastes good. That's true. If if you do want to learn how to make a good cup of King's Coast coffee, you should head on over to the King's Coast coffee TikTok. And uh, and check out Wayne. He's doing some really good videos over there. Um, he had a really good one about pour overs. 
because um, people are really intimidated by all the, the nuances of coffee. And I think Wayne's been doing a really good job of breaking it down and making it less intimidating. So go check out his TikTok, please, for the love of God. Yeah, so many people, I think, thought Wayne was coming off as pretentious, and now he's trying to teach people that it's actually easier than you think. To he's got to stop gatekeeping coffee, though. It's really annoying. <laughs> I love those people. <laughs> <laughs> I use a Keurig because they don't have time. Do you clean your Keurig, or do you enjoy mold in your face every Do you also not take showers because you don't have time? There you go. Take care okay. of yourself. That's I'm, that's I'm really learning lately. Just take care of yourself. It's important. It's important to you, your family. Take care of yourself. So drink King's good. Coast. You're welcome. I heard a great thing this morning on one of the uh, motivational things that I listened to, and the guy said, do you talk to yourself like you would talk to your friends? That's good. I like that. That is good. That is good. That's good. Also, uh, your your uh, motivational TikToks have been fantastic. I like the really aggressive New Yorker motivation ones. Though. Joey Diaz. Yeah, pick your pick your pick your fucking ass up and and just fucking do it. Like yep. that's Kevin's motivation. Sometimes it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I need an old Italian man yelling at me. <laughs> it's fucking Monday. Um, also, GCX is almost here. It really is. It's yeah, around the corner. Like Star Wars and Scotch will be live at GCX this year. I'm saying it. I don't care anymore. We haven't announced it on socials, but Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained will be in Orlando with us for Star Wars and Scotch, yes. along with our good friend Sawyer. She will also be with us in Orlando. There's also going to be other Star Wars creators at the event this year. So keep that in mind. We announced the cosplay contest, so we're hoping Star Wars cosplayers will come out Yes. And enjoy uh, uh, the cosplay contest this year. So um, gcxevent.com slash tickets. There's still rooms available. Do note that the Monday, if you're trying to stay longer than Monday, it is sold out because there's another event coming in after us. So you can stay through till Sunday and then you can do what I'm doing, which is taking a few days off. And I'll probably go somewhere in Orlando and hide for two or three days. So, um, yeah, we uh, we you should come and hang out with us at GCX because it'll it's be like a, it's like a, a cruise ship on land. It's going to be a lot of fun this year because it's just going to be reconnecting. That's going to be the the theme is seeing friends you haven't seen in a while. Elbow bumps or safely. no elbow We're bumps. We're all going to see each other safely. Yeah, I won't be. T just so you know, going into this, I won't be touching any of you. Uh, mm -hmm. No hugs this year. I won't Look, be touching I'm, my wife through the, the entirety of the, of the event I'm, either. I'm going to level with you. I hate hugs every year. So this is wonderful for me to just be like, sorry, can't hug you. Nope, can't touch you. So, yeah, I'll be waving to most of you from a few feet away. I feel like I was always kind of the guy that was just like, oh, we're doing this. And I kind of just like went with it because I didn't want to be like, I feel like a hug is just like, you're like, ah, hey, you. But now it's just kind of like, oh, no. Hey, you, you guy, you, you. <laughs> also, when you come up to us, don't assume we know who you are, even though you know who we are. It's true. <laughs> please oh introduce yourself off the bat because people will start conversations. And I'm like, it's also been years. So we may have seen you like three years ago and we knew who you, like maybe remember but i don't know remember in 2019 when we met no nope. say no are you gonna be offended <laughs> um so yeah just uh come hang out we're gonna do it as safely as we possibly can uh but it is it's time to get back to the adventure um the countdown to obi-wan we are 51 days away from obi-wan which means we're also 50 days away from the first day of Star Wars celebration in Anaheim, California, which Tim and I are planning on attending now. <laughs> okay. I was like, are we going? Are we done? I just haven't booked the travel yet because I've been bogged down this week. So I will be communicating with Tim's lovely wife, Amy, because we're going to be you. bringing our wives because it's my wedding anniversary that weekend. So if I don't do something with my wife in California after I'm done at the event, 
I might get divorced and then I'll have to move in with Tim and he's not going to like that. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, please stay married. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't tell him about that part. Uh, so, um, yeah, we are uh, uh, planning on being there. So if you're going to be at Star Wars Celebration, please, we'd love to say hi. There's plenty of, of uh, uh, new friends that uh, we're having on the show coming up that are going to be there um, and plenty of people that we should connect with. Also, if there's folks going from other podcast shows, other Star Wars content creators you think we should connect with, let us know on Twitter please. at Darkness429, at KevinXVision, at Star Wars Scotch, not N Scotch, at Star Wars Scotch. Let us know. We would love to. And thank you for the folks that were telling us where they listen to the show. I appreciate it. Um, very interesting replies, like not what I thought it would be. Um, so, like Overcast, I just randomly I've connected. I've never been it. on Overcast. What is? That? I randomly connected our our uh, account to Overcast like two years ago through Simplecast, and I was like, I don't even know what this is, and it's good to know someone's using it. it makes me happy. Okay. Um, oh, I'm yeah. so excited for you to be at Celebration, though. I, I can't wait for you to like just like walk through the main floor doors, and you just you just see celebration it is so cool well confirmed for celebration uh Giancarlo Esposito is going to be there Yunus I, I always mess up his last name so I'm not gonna try Chewy is going to be there mm. Daniel Logan there's going to be uh um um I'm pretty sure that uh Respawn confirmed that they will be there which means I wonder uh, if they'll have any other games to show off though I wonder if they're working on any other unannounced Star Wars IPs I have a feeling we're going going to see the uh, oh unannounced that I don't know. That's I think what we'll I'm wondering because we don't have an EA play now. So remember, any of the EA Star Wars games that were in the works that we would have seen at EA play mm-hmm. is now just going to be completely all thrown at Star Wars Celebration. So I'm curious if Respawn's been working on anything new or if there's other studios because we have Motive. Uh, Motive was working on Battlefront, right? Weren't they also working on another Star Wars game? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so Motive could potentially be showing something off at Star Wars Celebration. Um, we've got Respawn. I feel like there's another EA developer that's working on a game. I can't remember for the life of me, but at least two, at least two developers that could show off games from just EA alone. Um, that's what it is. It's the XCOM-style game. That's the mm. other EA, yeah, EA yeah, yeah. IP. Um, and then we've got, and then we've got a bunch of other developers that could potentially show off games. It's going to be heavy, dude. It's going to be video game heavy at Star Wars Celebration, I think. Yeah, Tim and I, uh, right now, our plan is to be there on Friday. Um, I think we also want to try and uh, visit Disney as well because I haven't been in California at Disney and God knows Ever? how long. Oh no, you've been uh, there before. When I was a teenager, I think was the last time I was there. Um, so it's probably changed a little. But um, yeah, so we'll be there on Friday. We're not going to go the whole weekend. Like I said, I need I need to spend some quality time with my wife. But uh, we're going to try and do Disney and then uh, stay for a few more days to uh, relax before we jump into GCX. Okay, here we go. Anthony Daniels is going to be there. Uh, C3PO. I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, I don't have to clarify, but I will. Ashley Eckstein, which is Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Black Chrysanthemum, Carrie Jones will be there. Oh, cool. Yep, yep. Uh, Daniel Logan, who plays uh, young Boba Fett, will be there, which he follows, he follows you on Twitter. Me on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian McDermott will be there. Uh, like I said, Chewie will be there. Not going to butcher his name. Uh, Omid Abadi, who plays Dr. Pershing, will be there. Oh, cool. Uh, Orly Shoshan, who voices Shakti, will be there. Uh, Tim Rose, Admiral Akbar, will be there. That's a trap. Uh, all of the authors from the High Republic will be in Ooh. attendance. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have a panel. They have any, have they announced all of the panels yet? 
or any of the uh, panels? No, they haven't announced any of the panels. Oh shit! <laughs> There's two stage hosts. Amy Ratcliffe and Dan Zare are the hosts, and it's his panels, and that's all it says. That's cool. Um, so all of you yelling at me that there's no programming out for GCX, this is two weeks before GCX. <laughs> this is run by Lucas and Disney, and there's still not an itinerary out. This is how events work. I know everyone, and PAX also doesn't have an itinerary out, and that's in two weeks. Oh, so, yeah, just letting, you, just letting you know. But, uh, yeah, we're excited. Uh, I'm going to get that all squared away today, and we'll be heading out to uh, California. So, again, if there's folks we should meet, Help us connect. If you're going to be there, please say hello. Uh, and Tim and I will be on the floor on Friday, which is the 27th, which is that morning. So what I'm assuming, Tim, is we're going to have to wake up, get together, watch Obi-Wan, both episodes, record an episode of Star Wars and Scotch, then go to the floor after we work out and eat breakfast. Give me a good day. It's going to be a work day, it's but the good thing day. is, is we'll be on the West Coast. So you and me are going to wake up at like four in the fucking morning or three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have to do that. And then, you know, blah, 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 That, blah, that blah. life is not, is not new to me. I, I used to do that a lot. What I try and do though is not get on California time for a no, trip this never short. do. Mm -mm. Yeah. So Same I will go to time. bed at like seven o'clock if I have to. <laughs> I don't care. Um, uh, but yeah, so we're gonna have to do that, and then we'll be on the floor. Uh, um, and then as the news pours in, we'll probably do like reactions on our phone. I'm working on with Max how he wants everything delivered. Cool, and, that'd be fun. Yeah, so uh, we will uh, we will be working on it. But Tim and I yes. are on it. We're gonna be uh, pushing stuff out. We're very excited for Obi Wan. Star Wars and Scotch is going to be doing a lot during Obi Wan. Uh, and, and, and covering that and whatever other announcements. So that's going to be a crazy, crazy weekend leading into GCX. That means the GCX Star Wars and Scotch panel. It's going to be loaded, dude. It's going to be have so much so to talk good. about. And we're only going to have an hour. So uh, get excited. Um, that will also, by the way, if you can't make it to GCX and you don't have the ability to watch the stream, that audio will be uploaded after the event to our feed as a special. It won't be considered an episode. It'll be considered a special. Nice. So you will get to consume it if you're unable to watch and or attend, just so you know. You guys are taken care of. Don't worry. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Tim. Yes, sir. I am. I have about eight hours left in the Thrawn book. The first one. The first one. Cool. That one's really cool. I really like, I like that one because it's it's. It's Thrawn's uh, quick acceleration through the Imperial Navy, which is really, really funny to see. And it's crazy to see how many people in the Empire hate aliens. Yeah, they're <laughs> like really just absolutely. Species. It's very species. They despise anyone who isn't humanoid. And um, I found that to be very, very interesting because he's so highly revered in the Empire. Him being Thrawn. And then to see how he's treated in the beginning as just like this. I mean, like the way he comes about being found, like I get it. But um, the emperor trusting him so quickly and one, I can understand why people were so upset. But at the same time, it's crazy to see how quickly that flips. And you'll see the point at which it flips to where people are like, oh, it's like that, that, that he's, he has that, that reverence towards him at, at, at one point where he's just like, just so like everyone wants to be him. So it's it's really really cool to see that that whole progression. What do you think of it so far? I love it. It's one of, definitely one of the better Star Wars books. I love that they switch back and forth from you know his perspective. It's be like his breath is heavy as he. Da, 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 it it reminds know. me a lot of Sherlock Holmes. 
Yeah, a lot, a lot, because he's um, analyzing everyone and everything in the room. Well, he even it. talks about the way he's going to go about hitting him, and I was like, okay, he Timothy Zahn totally ripped this from Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Sherlock Holmes. Like, that, that it, all those fights, he was like, and then karate chop to the car, karate artery, and yes. then finger up nose, kick to left knee, and then I win. Like, oh, that's so cool. Uh, and, and he does that. He continues to do that, and you'll, see, you'll, you'll hear him do that in battles and so when he does like in big space battles he'll talk about like ship positioning and and so like if you are a big fan of just like naval combat they do a really good job of capturing the the action like timothy zahn does a really good job of capturing the action in his words um and then and then also mark does a really good job of just capturing the tone um and so it just like it, it's it's like watching like if if you have a visual if you have a visual imaginative if you're very imaginative and you're a visual person when you close your eyes and you listen to mark just like just read it out and just like this is a, an amazing space battle and it's one of those things that you love so much about star wars that we definitely don't get enough of is the space battles like you you see them they're kind of like there but they're never a really big focus other than like maybe the trench run um, or like Millennium Falcon flying through the Death Star. Um, we really didn't get it until, man, when, I don't even think we've really had good dogfights. We've never had like really, really good dogfights, even in like episode seven or even in episode nine when like Poe's flying around and kicking ass. You're just like, okay, that's cool. But you don't get it until, until Rogue Squadron. And like once, like once that game came out, then it was like, oh my God, it's like a, it's a video game. That's all about dogfighting, and it really showcases how neat the different spaceships in Star Wars really are. Yeah, I had that on N64, I believe. I had Rogue Squadron. And then uh, and then they obviously did it again with, uh, what was the newer one, Squadrons? That's what it was, Squadrons. And then, um, yeah. and then we also had TIE Fighters versus X-Wings at one point, mm -hmm. like back in the day. Um, but like that was like... Those types of games, that's why I feel like they're so highly revered as well. And people like really want to bring them back and see remasters is because they really did showcase the cool shit in Star Wars that we don't get to see all the time. I think that's why people love, um, same reason why people love uh, Boba Fett or Mando um, or any of the other stuff that we talk about, Kevin, is because we, I feel like we, we always end up bringing up the stuff that's never really like focused on a lot in Star Wars. So the thing I like about Thrawn is. He is always two steps ahead of everyone in the room. Always. And they always think he's like the slower one. So, you know, he'll let himself be captured, you know, to not have a confrontation, to do it his way. Uh, my favorite thing that he's done so far is the repurposing of the Clone Wars era droids. And he turned explained. them into death bots. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And they're uh -huh. like, their shell is made of Dunium, which Dunium is pretty much second to Beskar, is one of the strongest metals in the galaxy. It's not mm -hmm. Beskar, but. Uh, so it's just cool stuff like that where he was always thinking. I just read the uh, part the other day where he uses the buzz droid to get off the out of the jail when the pirates capture the ship that he's mm -hmm. on. Yep. Yeah. So it, it, I'm enjoying it. He's such a, a a great character. I remember the old Thrawn from the old Timothy Zahn books, um, and I think it was smart of them to let Timothy Zahn be the one who designed Thrawn for the Disney universe. Yeah. So I'm I'm so far really into it and i think if you're a fan of thrawn and you've stayed away because mickey mouse you probably shouldn't because i feel like they didn't change him at his core they're just telling a different story with him what did you think of the the overall plot of book one <clears throat> i'm not done yet you're pretty close i have like eight hours left i'm so so okay so so far what what is what is thrawn doing 
he just got done with the pirates and stuff like that. And wh uh, but what is he? What is he looking for? He's not, the, he hasn't said anything. He's so far. It. He's just a lieutenant in the in the um, Imperial Navy, and he keeps dragging that poor guy around as his translator. On, okay, so you're on the ship where they start to they, they start to figure stuff out. So you're at the point where things start to st click. I would love to. Okay, so next week we have to. I want to know what you think of the um, the overall story so far. Okay, because there's, because there's a there's a really interesting part you're about to come up on, um, and it and it's it's cool because it's just a little thing. But you'll as soon as you hear it, you're like, man, I've I've seen this all over the place, and so I'm really really curious to see what you what you think. He, I love the part too where he, uh, the the folks that attacked him at the academy, yes, he had them sent to pilot training on some yes. remote base, enough that no one would know that he was involved, but also enough that the two other people that were left behind that had the rich parents and Coruscant would be absolutely terrified mm -hmm. that their friends just disappeared and they didn't know where they went. Yeah. He's it's cool. He's 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 so smart. Even the even him getting captured in the beginning, or him putting himself on the on the the ship, and getting found, like he he did all of that on purpose. Um, like I I love like everything is always with purpose with Ron, and you won't you won't know it now, but when you go to the 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 prequels, when you get into the ascendancy, um, and you'll kind of you'll kind of start to you know you know it now from Rebels, and you'll start to to see it more, but. They really lean into um, his love for art and how it tells a story of a person and their history, and so it really it starts to it, it starts to click as to why he kept all of the the relics that he did in his room that you saw in Rebels, like why he loves Sabine's, why he kept Sabine's uh, graffiti that 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 chunk of wall that she drew on. I thought it was a trophy when I first when I was watching Rebels and I didn't know who Thrawn was. And I just saw I saw Thrawn as just a bad Imperial officer, uh, and I didn't understand what he was doing. I was like, "Oh, that's weird and kind of creepy." And then, and then now going through the Ascendancy books and learning on how he can he can tell battle formations, and 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 he can tell linguistics, and he can he can tell everything about a culture just by looking at their art. And it's just it is the coolest thing in the world. And so that's what he was doing is that he. He was being troubled so much by the rebellion, by by uh, Kanan and by Ezra and by Sabine. They were driving him insane because he couldn't stop them. So so he needed to get to the core of Sabine, and that's why like he would. That's why Mandalore is important. All this stuff is because he knew what he had to do in order to to force their hands. So that, that that's why I still hold. That's why I still think the ending of Rebels was done by design. Not by accident, and I still I still need to finish the the last ascendancy book because apparently it retcons the ending, but I still hold true that that Thrawn knew what he was doing. Do you, since you know what happens in the rest of the books for the most part, is there a chance we see him in Obi Wan? No, no, there He's is no. Okay, so other stuff. so so Obi Wan Obi Wan is happening while Thrawn is. While Thrawn is still in the, I think he's still in the ascendancy at that point because he, he had, he didn't come over, he didn't uh, come over until until after, yeah, until closer to to Rebels. So I don't, I don't think we'd see him in Obi Wan. It would be weird. It'd be really strange to see him in Obi Wan. It'd be very forced. Okay, so we're still waiting for the ascendancy because he's either so. he's either like in the end of his of his time with the ascendancy or he's just now getting into the Empire. 
So he's he's either he's either under one person's command or over another. Like there's there'd be no reason for him to just end up on Tatooine. It'd be really awkward. I was thinking more something to do with, you know, the Imperials' involvement with the Inquisitor. Potentially, but like the timeline he would be young. Like he would it wouldn't be the Thrawn that we're looking for in uh, Ahsoka. What if it was just a, you know, a chiss in an Imperial uniform behind one of the officers who walks away? It would be really weird for a chiss to be so so overall, chiss do not really go into Exist. galactic space. They don't yeah. they don't they don't go there. And so for for chiss to be in Imperial uni uniforms already is weird. Right. Um so like Thrawn is already doing something really strange because the the the, the chiss, you know, I mean you should know you'll start to know this more if you don't. Um, they're just whispers. They are they are a a, a mystery. Yeah. Um, they are an enigma. Um, it's just like this this thing that people hear whisper of. And the closest thing you'll get to a chiss is the one race that doesn't have red eyes, but they have blue skin. And I always forget their names. Pantorans. Um, the Pantorans. That's the closest you'll get to a chiss in galactic space. They said in the book, someone says to him, "What are you, some kind of weird Pantoran?" Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's like, essentially. <laughs> I love his voice and his little it's... monologues with the organ music playing at the beginning of every chapter. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, no, it's there's also the other there's a few other planets in in Obi Wan, so we're not sure where they'll take us. We know we go to the planet where the Inquisitory is too. So yeah, I'm very excited for that. But yeah, the timeline, like you said, he'd still be like in officer training or a lieutenant. He wouldn't be an admiral yet, so it really wouldn't make sense for a high, you know, a low-ranking imperial officer to get involved in that. Do you think we'll end up seeing Jar Jar Binks? What is he doing at this point? He would have. He's probably still in the Senate because the Imperial Senate is still the Galactic Senate, and it won't get dissolved till A New Hope. Mm -hmm. So I would say no, because he's probably too busy being a senator. Okay. Good. Right? Am I wrong? I don't know. I just needed to get that out of the way because I'm, it's one I'm of sure the first we'd get a tweet things... about it. You it's did? One... We'll see him. I'm even, I'm being dead serious. It's, yeah. it's one of the first things they say in A New Hope is the emperor dissolved the imperial senate, mm -hmm. which was the galactic senate. So it would make sense that he was still a senator unless it's term to serve was up. I'm not really sure how that works on in Gungan politics. Speaking of that, there is a deleted scene from Revenge of the Sith that I did not, I've never seen before. And it is the, it is the beginning of the loyalists, um, like talking about the uprising against the emperor mm -hmm. and it's Organa, Padme, uh, Mon Mothma. Oh and, yeah. And yeah, I've seen that. And they're sitting in this chain. Oh my God. I just saw it on TikTok last night. I've never seen that deleted scene. Why was that taken out? It was so, it, it's very it's so important. impactful. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. I, uh, we need to put someone it in the, also, we need to put it in the description for this week's episode. Someone also said, and I, again, I've never done a full comparison, but I read it somewhere that the same room that they're in, in that scene is the same room that, um, what's his face, uh, uh, in, in rogue one, the, the Imperial officer that builds the death star. What's his name? Oh, that's Galen. Director, that's der oh, Galen that's Galen's so. office. It's the same room that Galen is in in the flashback where he's on Coruscant with everyone, like, and they're toasting and what. Apparently, it's the same room, but I've never confirmed it. I just read it once. That's interesting. I don't. So the only the only way that they're so that would work. The reason why is because 
Galen was working on Coruscant. And the only reason why I know this is because the book. Galen was, him and his family were taken to Coruscant in the belief that they were working on a renewable energy source for the, for the Empire. Right. Um, the whole idea was is that he was designing a uh, renewable clean energy system that was based off of kyber crystals to give energy to the uh, the outer rim to planets that were just so backwater that they had no ability to have power, and so he thought he was working on this 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 beautiful project to help bring peace and prosperity to the entire galaxy. Come to find out, he was actually working on a small piece to a very very large puzzle, i.e., the Death Star. Right. So yeah. So this would all work. Um, it would make sense at the end of that book. He ends up fleeing Coruscant since, and then, and then that's where Rogue One picks up is they flee Coruscant. They go, they go, um, Galen goes one way, his family goes the other, they meet back up and they start this life. Um, so it's a really good book. If you, if you, if you haven't read that one, that one is, um, oh man, hold on, give me a second, but it's, it's the prequel to, uh, Rogue One and it talks all about the, the building of the Death Star. It, um, things like Geonosis that I didn't even know about. I didn't know that they were using the Geonosians um, to essentially hive mind build parts of the Death Star because of the metals, all the alloys that were on Geonosis, and because of the workers, they could just essentially just use them and send them up, and if one died, they would just keep going, so it was just, it, it worked for the Empire. It's really gross and disgusting on how they treated him, but um, again, another one of those Star Wars books that you need to read, and it is, I'm scrolling through my Audible, there's so many of them, Hold on, I'm going to find it. <laughs> it is called Catalyst. I was like, Operation Cinder. Wrong thing. It's called Catalyst. It's very good. Um, it's a shorter Star Wars read, but if you like Rogue One um, and you like the Death Star and you just want to learn more about how the Empire operates, that is a great insight. And especially like Galen Erso, his, his whole story is so great. And I wish they would, because I read Catalyst before going and watching Rogue One. And um, there's a lot in there that I wish they would have given to the characters. And again, it's a it's another one of those segmented Star Wars things where it's like if you really want the full story, you got to go looking for it because they're not going to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that again. We've said it a million times. If you want the whole story, there's plenty of supplemental material and deleted material. Look at Empire, uh, or not Empire, Return of the Jedi. Like the reason Luke builds his new lightsaber is a deleted scene. What? Yeah, at the beginning, he's building the new lightsaber. In a cave, and it's a whole deleted scene, and it's like, like why it's, it's would you Mark leave that out? Like it's Mark Hamill. Yeah, it's it's you can YouTube it right now. No way, this exists. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, why are all these deleted scenes deleted? I don't. And keep in mind, you know, the age of DVD versus the age of VHS. We didn't get deleted scenes as an option on our content. Um, you know. We had the deleted scene. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but the deleted scene from the Batman with the Joker. You're like, you couldn't have squeezed this into the movie. It was three and a half fucking hours long. It was another five minutes. This wouldn't have been a big deal. Um, So it didn't need. Oh, my there. God, Kevin. I told you. Luke and Vader are communicating in a freaking cave. I told you. Oh, my God. Why would you take this out? I'm gonna cry. Uh, I told you. Oh my god. Okay, so th this is so impactful. Okay, I for those that don't know, I've got I've got to paint this up for you. So everybody that is listening to this has definitely seen the scene. 
It's Return of the Jedi. It's after Vader lands on Death Star 2. He meets he meets the Imperial officer. He scares the shit out of him. And then he walks off. Where he goes, he goes to his new meditation pod. Do you know who he's meditating with? His kid! His son is in a freaking cave on Tatooine outside of Jabba's palace. And he's putting his lightsaber together. Doesn't it make the ending of the movie make way more so sense So much now? more impactful! I'm so angry. It also shows you that if he's been talking to him longer, it's 100% the reason why he's like, I still sense good in you, father. Because he's been chit-chatting with Papa. He's, he's lit. Okay, so Vader says in the meditation pod, he goes, Luke, Luke, join me. It is the only way. Could you imagine hearing your dad in your head just constantly going, hey, kiddo, hey, kiddo, I'm right, you're wrong. Does he hear the oh. same James Earl Jones voice that we hear, though? Oh, my God. The, does he hear Anakin's voice? Or does he hear Anakin's Ooh, voice? Ooh, Kevin! Ooh! He probably hears Anakin's voice. He's speaking through the Force. Oh. We hear James Earl Jones. Oh, because it's all it's all modulated and everything. But he, he hears, hears oh, Hayden he Christensen. Hears oh, Kevin, I hate it so much. Or whoever. I'm sorry. I forget the name of the actor that played him in Empire Strikes Back. Mm. This makes so much more sense about 3PO and R2-D2, too. Because you see where they come out of. They come out of a cave that's not too far from, from Jabba's palace. <sighs> I'm so I'm so upset. That is such a great scene. Why would you why would he think that's worth taking out? Uh, you'd have to ask the genius, George there's, Lucas. There's, you know how everyone calls him a genius all the time. Genius. genius. Oh, I was waiting for it. And by the way, he's on the show next week. <laughs> no, I'll corner him at celebration. <laughs> Anyways. Look, buddy, you need to come on your sh our show and defend. You got yourself. a lost answer for. I'm not a big fan like everyone else is. Here. <laughs> Thank you for Star Wars. We'll start there, but from there on out. No. Um, did you see the leaked? Uh, the, I'm using air quotes. Leaked uh, Ahsoka set photo. No. All right. If you go to the 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 show notes, I put the link in there for you. So there was a leaked a set photo. And people believed this was real. And I cannot wait for Tim to see this. At first glance, yeah, I can understand why you'd think it was a set leak. After you've analyzed the photo, I really want to know why someone would think this is a professional movie set that Disney would produce. So while Tim pulls it up, I want to break it down for you. It has Ahsoka, which, don't get me wrong, makeup looks great, outfit looks great. It also has Maul. Looks just like he does from Solo. Uh, and then they have the metal feet, which, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good. The crew, I mean, like, I've seen streaming setups that are better than this. So I'm really iffy on why everyone would sit there and think this is anything but a fan film. You can't get the picture to load. Uh, but the, if you just Google uh, leaked Ahsoka set photo, it'll come right up. Leaked Ahsoka set photo. Uh, the part that gets me is the fact that there is a really, really poorly put together decapitated Boba Fett behind Ahsoka. How? What the How? Fuck? How? Did you, you can see it now? What the hell is this? Okay. This looks so cheap. People thought this was a real set photo from Ahsoka, Tim. No, this is just a YouTube video. <laughs> 
Disney pulling all the stops out with that camera on the tripod, right? Definitely not on, yeah. a, on a full track. I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I definitely don't want to take away from the people who like, definitely like. This will be great and I will 150% yeah, watch it on YouTube. Yeah, it's going to be a really YouTube. sick fan film. So they, they went through and killed a bunch. So these are just Mandalorian helmets because there's another like dead guy to the right too. If you look behind the camera. That's Boba, dude. Look at the outfit. Look at the colors. Yeah, the, yeah, I see that. But there's another, there's another clump of purse. It looks like past that. It all looks crazy. What's on his hand? He's got like this big pillow like on his yeah, wrist. This is crazy looking. I mean, the Darth Maul looks pretty cool. Um, I can't believe people. I can't believe people thought this was real. No, I, I, I don't. I don't. No, it's it's pretty. Um, yeah. Huh. All right. Judge it for yourself. It's been confirmed. Not a set photo from Ahsoka. I'm just shocked. How long did that, that make people. buzz where people are like, oh, my gosh, like two or three days. Oh, geez. You guys will believe anything. Because I saw it two days ago and it said it leaked a set, uh, a set photo from Ahsoka. And I looked at it and I was like, no. First of all, if Disney's going to do a shot with movement, they're not going to use Elgato lights, as you can see, <laughs> above the guy's head to the right. And second of all, that is not that is a great camera. That is a $10,000 camera. Yeah. I believe it's a red from what it I can see It looks like a red here. camera, yeah. So that is a red camera. That's a phenomenal camera. Like We use, we, use, uh, 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 we don't have a red. We have a black magic uh, here. But Disney is, is going to use a $50,000 camera <laughs> yeah. on a track. Also, I don't think Disney would film on location for something no, like this. No, they would do that in the volume. Volume, thank you. So, you know, again. Kevin, Kevin, there's a... I, I'm still going through these deleted scenes in Star Wars. Just real quick. There's a whole sandstorm. There's a whole sandstorm. So, so upset. You've, you've really rocked, you've rocked my world today. Now I need to go see what other deleted scenes am I missing out on. I can't believe you haven't seen these over, over the course of time. I haven't. I had no idea these existed. Like that, honestly. Okay, so Return of the Jedi was yep. my favorite Star Wars movie until today. Because now I don't want to watch Return of the Jedi without these deleted scenes. That's a great scene. I'm not saying it isn't. It's a phenomenal scene. I'm not, you, uh, ever since I've seen it, I'm like, after why would they we blow leave this up? Out? After, you know how they, after they get off, after they blow up Jabba's barge and they speed her away? They go to the Millennium Falcon because you know what? It was outside Luke's cave with his X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Just in case you didn't know that, Star Wars fans, it was there the whole time. Uh, some real fans would know that because so, there so was sad. an anecdote in an old comic book. I'm so <laughs> mad, dude. Return of the Jedi is so, so different to me now. Oh, man. I need I need a Lord of the Rings version of all my star of those Star Wars movies now. That's what I've been saying. Remember when we talked about this a few weeks ago and I said they need to start putting different yeah. versions on streaming so people can consume it the way they want. Original cut, director's cut, yeah. New uh uh enhanced it whatever you want to call it, modern yeah, cut, I don't know whatever that's called. HD crap now whatever yeah, it is. Put different cuts out there, just not the Disney. They just put the latest version that they own and produced and are selling up there. It's like, it's Disney Plus. Now, Tim, they might be saving like for a rainy day or a Star Wars celebration where they go. And now on Disney Plus, the original cut or the director's cut of- Yeah, I would, and I would watch it. Everyone would. Because, because this is an experience that I wish that I could have after seeing like these two deleted scenes. Like those are very impactful moments that again, helps fix a storytelling issue. 
They are like in its in its minute things where it's just like I've seen this movie so many times where it's like, damn, that helps clear up a question of yeah. like, how did C three PO and R two D two get there? I always thought Luke dropped him off and then just pieced out. I didn't realize he was a stone throw away. Like and 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 there's a shot where Luke is sitting there and he puts his lightsaber together, and he turns it on. And then the sh- and then the camera cuts to another shot where it's a long angle of Luke on one side talking to three P on the other, and you see through the cave and the Millennium Falcon's there yeah. because Leia's there. That's why she brought her lover's vehicle to the planet to save his ass. How crazy is that? You're right. Oh, it just like it, it it's it solidifies the relationship between Luke and Leia. Oh, that makes me so upset. I hate it. I should have never showed him this. This seems no, like you, ignorance was no, this no. Scenario. I'm just like, there's so much more to Star Wars. Like, like he and he made it. That's the frustrating part is that it's there. It's on YouTube. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's okay. All right. New we book should have released. a watch party though. I'll do a watch party. We should have a watch party. We should do a watch party of all the deleted scenes of Star Wars. And then talk about it. That'd be really fun. We could do it on Facebook. Right. Cool. Anyways, yeah. Friend, what was your next thing? I was just going to say a new book is out called Queen's Hope about Amidala. It came out yesterday. <sighs> another one? We just, had, yeah. we just had one. No, we got another one. A peace loving senator faces the time of war and another thrilling Padme Amidala adventure oh from the God. author of the New York Times bestsellers Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadow. She's Padme done. is adjusting to being a wartime senator during oh. the Clone Wars. Her secret husband, Anakin Skywalker, is off fighting the war and excels at being a wartime Jedi. In contrast, when Padme gets the opportunity to see the casualties on the war-torn front lines, she is horrified. The stakes have never been higher for the galaxy or for the newly married couple. Meanwhile, with Padme on a secret mission, her handmaiden, Sabe, steps into the role of Senator Amidala, something no handmaiden has done for an extended period of time. We knew it was here nightly the whole time. While in the Senate, Save is equally horrified by the machinations that happen there. She comes face to face with a gut-wrenching decision as she realizes that she cannot fight a war this way, not even for Padme. And Chancellor Palpatine hovers over it all, manipulating the players to his own end. Kevin, this sounds like really spoiled, really spoiled white girl gets gets into a little bit of hard work and her best friend who's been doing all the heavy lifting really has to step up like kim kardashian yeah <laughs> it's just like that entire synopsis of the book it was just like i feel like this should just be a comic book and i just that mm, that is See, i don't think she does i don't think she needs i'm gonna say she deserves i just i don't think padme's character is enough where it's just like you've got a lot of time in clone wars um you had a decent amount of time in the movies. Does she need two books? Do, do you, three. This is the third. Three you, books? Do you feel like uh, she does subscribe to Kim Kardashian's mantra of get your butt up and work? It seems like <laughs> nobody wants to work these days. Yeah, but that's but her body double is the one that's doing all of the work. Did you know that get your butt Nally... up and get someone else to do the work? Exactly. There it is. Do you know that Kira Knightley didn't even know the name to her? That what she was doing, you know, she was she didn't even know it was Star. I think it was she didn't know it was Star Wars originally when she did that role. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, she had no idea. Did you in the in the epic saga of Harrison Ford hating every great movie that we love him in? Oh, did you Christ. see him at the? I forget what I don't know what award show it was, but 
he walks out and the Indiana Jones music is playing and he looks around and he goes, that damn song follows me everywhere I go. <laughs> I don't think he hates. I think he leans into it. I think he has leaned in hard to grumpy old man. Yeah. He's like, like I go to the dentist's office. The damn song's playing. I go to the dentist's office. <laughs> this is why he keeps crashing airplanes. Hey. Just, he, need, he needs a rush. Maybe nothing he, else. Nothing else does it for him. I still think that was an insurance scam, but that's my uh, that's my two cents. Yeah, because he never he never gets injured. It's just the plane is just messed up enough to where he just not wrecked. He did he get also, injured on the set of um, I forget which Star Wars movie it was. Was it Seven? He got injured. Well, he was running from the Wrath Towers because I always worry about his hips when I see him run. Because he runs like he runs like he has a limp, and I feel so bad for him. Come on, Chewie. Oh, Chewie. He just looks like he, has a, he looks like he has a load in his pants. I'm just they like, oh, had, you need to stretch more, bud. They should have had Chewie carry him on his back like that Luke does with Lotus. so good. <laughs> Get me up there, Chewie. I love that whole scene because like when he... because uh, So Kyler has started reading the five-minute Star Wars stories and we started playing the movie for him just so he can like correlate between the two. And um, I, I, I got to the part where he picks up the bowcaster for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... You guys have been friends for like 50 years. You've never picked up his gun and shot it. And when he shoots it for the first time, it's just like, you could tell how much he loves it. And when he does it again, he's like, hey, can I give that a try? He's like the old, he's like the old man that sees the really cool sports car. Like his grandson got the sports car. He's like, hey, can, can grandpa drive that? Can I give that a whirl? Can I give that a whirl? And then he shot, <laughs> I got to get me one of those. Like that was the whole, like it is the entirety of that was just like the grandpa getting to try out the new cool thing. And I loved it. I thought it was so wholesome. I want to meet yeah. him. Harrison? Yeah, Harrison. He, he definitely won't be at Star Wars Celebration. So. Do you think he would come to GCX? No. Oh. No, we can't even. Luke, uh, or I shouldn't say Luke. Mark Hamill loves, loves, loves Star Wars, and we can't get him to GCX. You think we're going to get Harrison Ford who hates it? <laughs> I hate this damn thing. You want me to do what? What if we offer Where? him a scotch? He's like, what if I just donate a bunch of money to the kids at the hospital <laughs> and don't come? Would that make it better? That's that's what we probably give. Maybe I should reach out then. To you get, should. Get, get, yeah. Dear Han. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely start off. <laughs> Mr. Solo. Han. <laughs> <laughs> old buddy. Speaking mm. of Han. You're a Han, old buddy. Yeah, Donald Glover uh, was uh, on Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, when asked about him reprising his role as Lando, uh, or, or uh, I think Kimmel asked him like about the Lando project, he yeah. said, uh, "Am I just telling everyone my business?" So, uh, yeah, <gasps> I okay, all right. So, okay, he's I don't give a shit what anyone <sighs> says. He is a phenomenal God, young I Lando. I love him so much, dude. I just love everything about him. So, like, if I, he was supposed to be in the Disney Plus show, I thought. Isn't he getting his own show? They never confirmed it, so if they're going to confirm That's it, it's the that confirmation Star Wars of it, right? Yeah. Well, it's that he's at least reprising the role. But like, I would assume like that would be a... To me, that's a light confirmation that we're getting the, the, the Lando show. What if he shows up in Obi-Wan? He meets Leia in Rebels. Yeah, so that... Okay. Mm. That that episode felt forced. I didn't like that episode because it still doesn't explain how he acts with her on episode five. So, yeah, I didn't like that episode. I thought that was weird. I was Maybe like, you she, would you would have remembered. 
Because he was in. He uh, was just, I don't know. He was this enveloped is... in her beauty. Oh no, Lando's a player, dude. Come on. In that moment, he might have been. But he also think how many being a robot. So you're right. Uh, think how many years passed. Not many. And how many? How many women between uh. then and then? Yeah, but literally, Lando, but, but she's a girl, princess. It's different. The girl would rise a Skywalker. You totally know he's like, oh, you might be my kid. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not, we can take a rubble in the hay in the woods outside. Lando, like I, I, I stick to the theory that Lando has seeded children throughout oh. the entire galaxy. Yeah, with cyborgs, I'm sure. Yeah, that. So and, yeah, and all different types of races of aliens. Yeah, no. So Leo, Leo, uh, Leo not Leo, Lando has has done that. So I would love to uh, dive deeper into that with Donald Glover <laughs> and see. Tim, you're going to start Lego uh, Star Wars today. I am going to start saga. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Um, it is the apparently the biggest Lego Star Wars game ever created. Um, it, it it encompasses nine movies. And apparently some of the shows, because I saw Mando and Grogu are in the game as well. So um, it looks wild. I was watching the trailer and I was just like a giddy little kid because it, it it's all the, the really cool Star Wars scenes. But there seems to I've never played a Lego game before. So this is all very new to me. Um, but it's like all of the cool Star Wars scenes with a comedic twist. And I was like, that looks that looks like a lot of fun. I feel like as a star as a, like a hardcore Star Wars fan who really, really enjoys the IP um, to have like a really fun comedy um, young-hearted twist on it, I think will be really fun. Is now, is it an all-new game, or did they take the older games and put no, it? No, this, in this is apparently one? is like brand new. Like it's 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 okay. It's all brand spanking new, and it looks cool. It I looks was shocked really at neat. how pretty it was. On yeah, it looks beautiful. Gen. Co-op apparently has co-op out the gate, so you could play it with Hunter. Yeah, they've always they've always done uh, uh, co-op in those Star Wars game. I think you'd be up to four people. It's That's cool. Two. Two in some of them, I don't know, but it's they're always fun. Have like, you done uh, any of the other Lego games? And there's like Lego Harry Potter's, and there's Lego Lord of the Rings too. I'm not a huge Lego uh, game fan. I love Why Legos. I I don't know. There's just some sort of disconnect for me when I'm sitting down to play a Lego game. Like, couldn't they have just made a regular game? I've played Pirates. I've played Lord of the Rings. I played some of the Star Wars, not all of them. I never played Harry Potter. Uh, I even tried the MMO uh, Lego World. I can't remember what it was called. I tried that one, and that one actually had me. I was interested in it, but like, who you gonna go to your friends and be like, "Hey, stop playing World of Warcraft and come play Lego with me"? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it was it was a bit uh, uh, difficult to uh, get people on, and it was a short lived game anyway. But um, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in and and watch you play it and live vicariously. Right. Like I said, I'm gonna get it for Hunter because he's getting his teeth yanked out tomorrow because they haven't fallen out. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be like, if you can do this, and you know, blah blah blah. You should just get him just do just do more sparring in in karate. Or I told him I was gonna tie a string to his his tooth and just slip the other end on the door. And just I never did that as a kid, and I, I feel like that would be traumatic. <clears throat> nah, it, it comes right out. Really? All right. Huh? Or Thanks you tie it to a football and you just you know pass. Just hard pass on that one. Nope, I'm good. Tom Brady bullet pass. No? no. All right. Yeah, no, you lost me on that one. No, I'm not doing that. Fine. I'm just saying. It works. Sometimes <laughs> have you, you tried that? Have you, have you tied a piece no. of string? Okay. Oh, I've never done that. Now, all my teeth. Yeah, I, put I would sit there. my shirt and tied around my tooth. I would sit there in school and just the whole time. He's terrified of his teeth falling out, so he doesn't do that. Oh, that's a phobia of his? 
Some kids, yeah, some kids. Yeah, yeah I know that's a real thing. Natural. That's crazy. Yeah. Oof. So I'm like, chew the apple in the front, and he's like, no. <laughs> chew the apple in the front. No. <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. Anyway, next week we have the Gay Jedi coming on. You can go to YouTube.com/slash/GayJedi. That Gay Jedi, sorry, and, and check them out uh, uh, at underscore that gay jedi on twitter co-host of the serving pink milk and fear queers pod very excited to have another guest a new person again tim and i are reaching out left and right we're like hey come come hang out with us we want to meet more people in the community so go say hi to that gay jedi and say how excited you are to hear them on star wars and scotch next week but in the meantime keep that counter running for obi-wan 51 days from today's episode so soon Till Obi-Wan releases 50 days till Star Wars Celebration. The next two months is going to be so much anticipation for another great, another great time to be a Star Wars fan. But in the meantime, you should be watching Moon Knight and getting ready for so Multiverse good. of Madness. Oh, Moon Knight's so good. Because that's coming. Make sure you go see the Batman and check out the uh, the deleted scene with the Joker on YouTube. Stop saying the D word. Just please. That, that is a good deleted scene. Oh, God. You know who Not the new all. Joker is? No, who's the new Did Joker? Did you see Eternals? I I didn't finish it. You know Druig from Eternals, the mind control guy? Yes. He's the new Joker. Ooh. Barry Keegan. Um, so once you do see Batman, uh oh, are we still renting a theater for Multiverse of Madness? I would love to. I think we should. We should. Uh, I will be ready by then because I'm almost done. Perfect. We got time. All right, so I think we should uh, we should do that okay. uh, uh, and 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 watch it in theater because I would like to uh, experience it on the big screen. Yeah, and not have someone smelly sit next to you and cough in your face. Just, I'm oh. so sorry about that. <gasps> I really want you to see Batman, but it'll I want to see I Batman think, so badly. It's I it's close. It's, it's this month. It's April on HBO, so it's the close. The rumor is next week sometime. Oh, thank for, God. Okay, that's not that's not far. Because Pete and I quote said, "I want to watch it 75 more times." So he's like tracking the 45 day clause that HBO has with Warner That's Brothers. That's funny. Yeah, he's, he's, I never expected him to be that much in the movie, but he loves it. Anyway, thank you so much for checking out Star Wars and Scotch today. Make sure you go over to fb.gg slash darkness429 to say hello to Tim Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. ish Eastern. Ish. Yeah. Um, and darkness429 on YouTube, TikTok, everywhere else on the internet that, that you consume social media. You should go follow and say hello to Tim. Thanks. You can check me out. I'm at Kevin X Vision. Not K Magic 101, like it says <laughs> on the screen. That person is dead. We had a literal funeral. Did we? So it is a lie. No, I did. I, don't I know missed out on it. Sorry. Yeah. No, it was a private ceremony. Oh, okay. So um, it was just a bonfire in my backyard. <laughs> uh, so uh, at Kevin X Vision on Twitter, and uh, I am uh, at Rare Drop or Rare Drop Co. everywhere else. Make sure you're following. Check out all the older episodes of Star Wars and Scotch. We got comics. We got coffee and shell if you're into hockey. Like, we got something for everyone on a Bromance show. I mean, if you're just into, like, talking to intellectual people who like to have a good conversation, Bromance show. Duh. Uh, but, yeah, check us out, Star Wars Scotch, on Twitter. Uh, and check out some of the older episodes. You uh, may find your new favorite Star Wars podcast, maybe. You know what's crazy maybe. is that people go back and listen to old episodes. I had one person tell me that they went back and started from the beginning and went all the way to our latest episode. And they just they binged all the way through. And uh, they, they said it was so cool to just listen to how the show has progressed and how we've, we've, like, we've grown Mm -hmm. and, and just how much better the show has gotten. So thank you. Thank you for, for going back and just listening to us ramble about God knows what during God knows when. 
uh, it was a completely different life and <laughs> when we started the show. Yeah, it really was. And even even to see the success of it, you know, like I've tweeted before, this is the most popular show that Rare Drop produces. So thank you for that. Um, we saw an uptick from Boba Fett that we did not expect to see. Um, so it's nice to know that people like to hear my opinion and Tim's opinion on stuff. And I use the word opinion very strongly there because it, it's all it is. It's just our opinions on the content. So uh, don't take anything at face value. One guy said that we were very in, in touch with the lore. And I was like, oh, have you not met Alex and Molly from Star Wars? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. Eight seconds into the first episode with him, he schooled me. Because I was like, isn't that the first time we saw the alien? He's like, no, remember in the canteen in episode four? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, you're right for that literal three seconds. So, um, yeah, no, we're just a bunch of dudes who uh, love Star Wars just and like, like sharing our love with it. We, we don't pretend to be experts or anything like that. We just like Star Wars. We like Disney, too. We're just mad at them right now. Anyway, uh, everyone have a great, great week. We'll see you next week for episode 79 of Star Wars and Scotch. Tim? May the force be with you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.